Rory, when uh, when we talk, when you have we hopped on, you missed uh, you missed meeting Nathan's fun new character. Was it this? Was it this? Was this silly boy? The silly the silly moaner? Um, <laughs> yeah, old man who's constantly coming. <laughs> oh, he's coming. Uh, my name is Dunsmore because I can't do less. <laughs> Dunsmore, the human orgasm is, I guess, maybe a superhero. Uh, Dunsmore, what's your superhero origin story? How did how did this happen? How uh, did you start coming? Well, there was some radioactive goo in a fleshlight factory. <laughs> the fleshlight part was was incidental. It was sort of not. Strangely, not related, but <laughs> that's right. Oh, you're still you're still going though, right? Like you're it's still... all, all the time, and like a yeah. fire hose. Right. <laughs> it, it's yeah, like you know, during a hot day in the city, where they blow open the fire hydrant and it just goes. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst segment we've ever done. <laughs> Long ago in a distant land. Tune back in a Saturday morning Tuesdays. Do you forget uh, the name for a second? Jeez Louise. <laughs> what kind of what kind of unprofessional setup are we working with here that you can just, just <laughs> chime in whenever that whenever you dick dang dingle want to? I've had it up to you here with you and your absolute donkey talk. Ha <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> It's an adult podcast with children in it. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm your host, Rory. I'm Andy. And I'm Austin. And also at our podcast today is very good friend of the podcast, uh, quintuple repeat, Nathan Cox. Hello, I'm back for the fifth time. Happy to be here, but only so much. <laughs> <laughs> you, only, you know they say the fifth time's the charm. Right. Is there the third third time is the charm? Are there things that they say about fourth and fifth times? Yeah, but they're not good. It's when the pretense of trying your best is completely gone. <laughs> uh, and we I just see. get what we get. We just I see. You know, our shirts are untucked. There's yeah. some spots of chili where we were eating without a <laughs> napkin tucked in. Well, I, I can only assume that much like SNL, they give away a jacket if it's your fifth time hosting, and I assume that I get a sleeveless motorcycle jacket left over from Biker Mice from Mars, right? Yes. Oh yeah. uh, boy, I wish, but you know, coronavirus, the shipments are are delayed. Ooh, yeah, those are so all made in China, and <laughs> we it's can't. Just, it's it's just the the wait time is going to be you know astronomical. Well, so what we did get you instead was we got you actually a good show. To oh, watch okay. For once, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess we haven't. We we don't. We, I have not put the, the uh, dipstick in here to sort of measure your level of enjoyment post watching Sailor Moon, but. Uh, we like it. <laughs> I'm excited to find out what you think about it jumping in the deep end. Yeah, sure. I can imagine it's a little gonzo just going from zero to season two. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, quite a bit. Show. I've I feel like I've I've experienced a lot, and I've also experienced a lot of things that I'm like, oh, I've seen this show before, just with a different skin on it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. This is definitely the Shakespeare of anime in the sense that it's just been. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been re, it's been repackaged so many times. You're like, oh, this is where it's from. Yes. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry, but now I have now I, I we have recording of Rory saying Sailor Moon is the Shakespeare of anime. So, well, I'm, in terms uh, of quality, I'm 100 uh, percent there. But yeah, I do think in terms of in terms of uh, it being kind of the ur source for a lot of tropes and cliches. Yeah. Yeah. I'll stand by that. Sure. Totally. Now, yeah. Have you been? You've been doing episode recaps like the entire time. Like you've done all the episodes from the beginning up until now. Yes, sir. Uh, technically, yes. Yes. In it, for just Sailor Moon, we have watched all you know forty uh, something episodes that we're at right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, because well, we watched we we when back when we were you know spending a lot longer time with any individual show like a couple of years ago, we watched the first forty of this show and we went away from it for a while, like a year and a half. And then we decided we want to watch more again. So we jumped back in with season two. So yeah. technically, yes, there is sort of an, an unbroken line from episode one of season one to now of our coverage. So mm-hmm. I think okay. that's kind of fun. 
<laughs> now, the problem is that when we went over that show, we didn't have a lot of guests. And now we're kind of sharing our love of this show with with guests. And like like we I don't know if we explicitly mentioned, but yeah, you have not seen any Sailor Moon before. Uh, and we hope kind of by the end of this, we can kind of show you why we adore this so much and, and just why why it's so consistently charming. Mm-hmm. Sure. I've got some very medium salsa takes, so. Uh, <laughs> medium salsa is about as much as my white tongue can handle. <laughs> you guys are a bunch of salsa sissies. <laughs> Andy, is your tongue white because of, like, blood deprivation? Or? No, I have a horrible candida infection. Oh, it's, no. Uh, <laughs> just the worst thrush you'd, you'd ever too much salsa. seen. <laughs> I got that salsa thrush. Uh, <laughs> you know, I gotta, I gotta put, uh, I gotta put somebody on the hot seat real fast. Oh, I know who I think, it is. Uh oh, is there somebody in trouble? I think there's somebody in trouble this week. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to anime jail, and uh, that person's name is Rory, and that's because you haven't seen the episodes. We're I've talk made a about. temporal oopsies, everybody. We're recording an hour earlier than normal, and it was. I had every intention of watching them all, but unfortunately, I. I really fucked the bed on this one. Uh, <laughs> I really, I really like that crosswire. I'm pretty, I'm pretty big fan of that. Well, well he's gonna just upside. sort of, you know, joke his way out of prison, isn't he? <laughs> we can't let that happen. No, we got to make sure that Rory really feels like that guy in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride trying to coax the dog over. Um, mm-hmm. And we have to be that dog that that clearly does not want to help. It doesn't um, want a soup bone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we we want uh, today for 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 this week with Nathan Cox, our very good friend. We watched episodes forty six and forty seven of Sailor Moon, Kindergarten Chaos, and Much Ado about babysitting. Mm. And trust me, we did not intend for this to be a child themed week, but it's very child heavy. It uh, is. Uh, this is uh, <laughs> off topic. Did any did anybody uh, did anybody happen to watch I Love You, Philip Morris? No. no. It's a Jim Carrey movie. That is off topic. You're right. I did, but I feel like I slept through the last half, kind of. Uh, he plays. Uh, he plays it. He plays a character named Stephen Russell, who is a, a real con man, and he basically just is sweet and keeps getting let out of prison for being a nice jokester, a nice, really fun guy. And they just keep <laughs> letting him walk out the door. <laughs> and you'd like to think that that's you. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the Jim Carrey. I love you, Philip Morris, with Jim Carrey and Ewan McGregor of uh, of uh, of being let out of uh, anime prison, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the real Jim Carrey of being let out of anime jail. That's a that's an obtuse statement. I feel like uh, if, you'd, if you'd seen the movie, you would be familiar with the the real person that he's based on. Well, if but... you'd seen the fucking episodes, you wouldn't be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! I, I feel like since I normally wouldn't, since I normally wouldn't watch this show, uh, and I put the time and energy into it's it, it's particularly and embarrassing. Well, no, I sat I, down to watch my episodes, and then I had just a stream of me- of missed Facebook messages, and I was like, "Oh no!" Well, I, I get to be the <laughs> I get to be the bailiff here, and I get to decide at the end of it if you're out of jail or not. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. That's good. That's good. I like this a lot. I'm happy to relinquish that power to you. Well, we were flapping our gums for 20 minutes. I've already watched one, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, um, what, I, I, I've got I've gotten one of the uh, one of the you know uh, crystal amulets for <laughs> to, to, com- to complete to complete the the key the lock and key combination. And, oh yeah, and name your five favorite quotes. All right, somebody take us in. Somebody to help us do uh, whatever we do here into the pool. Let's dive right in. Okay, everybody, we are back and we are kicking it off with episode 46, Kindergarten Chaos. Uh, Here's the synopsis. Mina becomes entangled with a kindergarten student who hero worships Sailor Moon, just as the aliens choose to target younger victims for their energy. Hmm, hate that. Uh, Sailor... Sailor Venus becomes much stronger and more powerful and gains a new, much stronger attack called Venus Meteor Shower. 
Much, much stronger. I, I like it's very much stronger. Good. See, this is what happens when I have when I have to tell you this is, this is a teeny bit of of stupid. Doesn't matter to anybody but me. Sausage talk, but like, god damn, the website that I used to go to for our for our synopses for Sailor Moon episodes, they're all taken down. I, my world is shaken, completely upside <laughs> down. I had to grab this off Wikipedia and swap out the the original names for all the dub names. Mm. You understand how much work that is? That's Ugh. rough, man. Uh, you know what was fun though as a transition to talking about the episode was the episode um that was pretty fun (laughs) uh i i thought i mean right off the bat i had a really like a, a really strange experience watching the first minute because my assumption has been so far that the deke dub pretty much cut out all instances of slight like preteen nudity and uh we get like Sailor Venus's underwear in this in this first like moment. So I don't understand their like consistency here, but it was a little a little strange to see. Yeah, uh, it could uh, always be a sort of uh sort of phased um uh, censorship where, you know, before they drew on, you know, longer pants or whatever, the the dub was still intact and the edit was still intact and that mm-hmm. we've got something that's a little bit more naughty. Well, it could also be just that, like, when you're prepping a show initially, and that's when the most eyes are going to be on it. And then when you're deep in the backlog, suddenly, like, nobody's sending you notes anymore. And you're just like, let's just, <laughs> we don't have to edit this anymore. Right? Right. It's also a good point. Yeah, that's, that's very possible. Uh, so you can just, I, you can... S- you can slap some pasties on Artemis and no one will notice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> be charming as all hell. Uh, I re- I really enjoyed um, getting more time with Venus because yes. uh, she we've seen the least of her in the whole show I think of anybody else because she joined uh, the last of all of mm-hmm. them and so we really have not had a lot of development with Venus and, and she hasn't really gotten those um, you know independent episodes the way everybody else has slowly mm-hmm. gotten them right. Uh, I don't think maybe when she shows up, it's a little bit Venus heavy, but well, it's never it's not really the the first time she shows up. She kind of jumps right into the squad. Yeah. And there was actually uh, in season one, one of the episodes that Deke cut was like a Mina focused episode uh, about like one of her old like an old boyfriend or something like I don't really know. But yeah, mm. she had like one episode last season and they cut it. So, yeah, she feels really underbaked. Um so, Nathan, what did you get out of this first episode? We Like we said, we threw you in the deep end. We're in the middle of an arc in season two of a television show you've never watched. What do you what are you feeling? Well, uh, I, I had a lot of feelings. Uh, I to address what we were just talking about. Uh, I did not realize for about the first six minutes that uh, Sailor Venus was not Sailor Moon. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. I, it's I just fair. assumed I assumed she hadn't put her hair up into like the, the buns and big tails yet. The meatballs, yeah. yes. Uh, <laughs> so then when like uh, Serena actually showed up, I was like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> I, was very I had confused. a feeling that might happen. It definitely happened. Uh, and like first, I, I, like going through just like the credits at the beginning. So, like, I felt a strong urge to be like, okay, I've got to pick my Sailor Scout now. I've got to have the one that I stan. And I decided just from pure aesthetic in the credits that I stand Sailor Mercury. And okay. boy, was I wrong. Boy, was oh. I wrong. I, you don't, I don't like Amy? I don't stand by it. Uh, I, <laughs> Not a big I, kind of bobble blast? And I, th- I think... Right. Uh, I think because of this episode, halfway through, I was like, no, we stand Sailor Venus now. I'm yeah. fully on board with Sailor Venus. Okay. I, feel I like that. Ray because she's also a ghost hunter in her, like, in her own, like, she's got her own, like, other show that's Yeah, because she's more a karate impressive. witch. Yeah. She's a karate witch, and that's my brand. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this one, this one mainly revolves around uh, Mina. Mina makes a friend with a little girl. Yes. Uh, who she finds getting bullied. Emotional blackmail. It's <laughs> a great line. Yeah, uh this little girl uh is getting bullied and then she's late to school and sort of like Mina runs by and helps her out and then she's like, "Can you help me? I'm so late. I'm afraid I'm going to miss my school bus." I'd really like to, kid, but I'm late myself. Pretty please. I'm sorry, sweetie. And then she starts crying and Mina feels bad and so she helps her get to her bus and she ends up really late to class anyway but the uh the the girl is sort of like our our avenue in because uh the bad guys 
are targeting like a kindergarten, right? Uh, yeah. they're, they're, they're targeting a kindergarten because this episode and next episode, they've just, they've given up on teens and now they're looking for younger energy, which is, <laughs> I don't know how to, I don't really know how to parse. Yeah. This. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, I, I feel like watching these two back to back, it feels like there's a through line, but they don't really discuss it of just like, they're more desperate looking for more and more new avenues to, to fuel the tree. Yeah, um, right. And they're going younger and younger, <laughs> like going to kindergartners in this one, then babies in the next one. And just uh, <laughs> next one's so wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish they had acknowledged it considering yeah. they were back to back. And instead of it just feeling like they're going back to the same slightly different. Well, but uh, it, it led me to believe that at the beginning of season two, because these villains are new for season two, correct? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. It led me to believe that they started with the elderly, and then the next episode <laughs> will be harnessing the energy of fetuses, and then the following episode will be harnessing the energy of ovum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I don't really know where, maybe that's the finale. I'm not sure. And they maybe. go back to fucking teens. Okay, so <laughs> there's... Uh, there's the the weird dynamic continues with the uh, with the two like plant aliens uh, sort of also posing as middle school kids, mm. uh, and obviously I, you can probably tell there's a bit of a, a a love quadrangle happening with the two aliens posing as the kids, <laughs> and then Serena and Darian love quadrangle. <laughs> uh, and so <laughs> there's a really is a really funny scene where uh, where Serena is like. She's gotten detention for being late, and then Alan comes over and is like, "Oh, you have beautiful eyes when they're full of tears." Yeah. And Anne shows up. This is this is this this flummoxed me. Anne shows up and gets mad that he's giving her attention, and he starts trying to pass it off like all he was doing was just his morning stretches. And his little <laughs> yes. thing he says during the stretches <laughs> yes. is one and two and three and four. You're tough. You're strong. Don't quit. Come on. One and two. So Nathan, something I really hope. Uh, you've been able to see from this show is whenever it gets a little too saccharine, it just comes in with these like devastating snipes. <laughs> oh, you, you mean like when when Alan's sister told him to go hang himself? Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah that scene where he does his exercises literally just before this, like go hang yourself. What do you think you're doing here, Alan? <laughs> Holy On shit! A, a children's show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the down, baby. Yeah. Uh, oh. that, and also the following scene, uh, we've had the sailor Venus, uh, is helping this girl with these bullies and trying to convince, uh, the bullies that sailor moon is real because they make right. fun of the girl for thinking that sailor moon is real. And they're like, no, she is real. I'm going to tell you. And then the kids are, are, uh, not impressed. And one of my favorite put downs is the, so the bully good. kids call Venus. Don't you have anything better to do than bug us, you old bad? Me? An old bag? Yeah, a smelly, crinkled up old lunch bag. So what's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> and she gets so mad that they called her an old bag. And she calls them little pustules. Yeah. And then which... Artemis is like, spoken like a true old bag. <laughs> uh, oh, that must just be uh, that must just be uh, a total dub invention, right? You, do you think oh, that, yeah. That's, that can't be a direct translation. I was curious no. about it at first, but I was like, yeah, they just changed it to old bag because there's no way that's a normal thing to call no. old people <laughs> across across language barriers. No. God, it's just so, I don't know. The, the, the sick burns... They they flow freely in this in this show, yes. and I I, yes. I I cannot get enough of it. Incredible. Mm. Um. So the the main conflict happens when a series of school buses full of toddlers keep getting like vulture napped by the Cardian, uh, this vulture creature. Vulturos. Just, Vulturos. Thank you for for just scooping up these sort of buses full of children and like zapping <laughs> their life force. And you would think after the ninth bus. <laughs> this week <laughs> that there would be a little more caution when kids are i guess yeah, going around like there's a bus, bus marshal <laughs> yeah you think at least some you know or close schools or just don't you know or right. but in this case we have the kindergarten teacher is like you know what i just can't make it on this on this bus today uh can you this teenager i don't know can you do something i don't know i'm just not going to be on the bus uh, yeah. 
And Mina's like, I'm a total stranger, but I'll ride the bus with these little kids. Yeah, and then Serena also transforms herself into a fake substitute teacher so that she can protect (laughs) herself on the bus. And she just strolls right in. No, like, no authorization, no whatsoever. This is like pre-9-11 laissez-faire. No checks for anything. Uh, Children, you know, I guess don't have any kind of, like, authorized supervision, especially after a a series of serial bus (laughs) zappings yeah. yeah this is this is a good question for me what what year did this air originally uh, this is probably 96 oh. um oh in america I'm yeah, probably 90 yeah okay but like yeah. Nine, 93 in japan square uh, mid, maybe something like that 92 93 was as my as my fierce typing will imply i'm getting you an answer real fast so sailor okay. moon r original release 1993 Yes. Okay. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna weigh in on whether this is right or wrong because I think clearly there's nothing wrong with being uh, judicious about the the teachers you hire to be around your kids. Uh, I'll just say I know firsthand that you know they didn't they don't require background checks to teach children in Japan. <laughs> like you can <laughs> because I've got all sorts of demons in my past and no one asked me about I, that. Like because I know that for I know that a hundred percent you can just. <laughs> You know, let's see. <laughs> uh, Nathan Cox application to teach children <laughs> improv character Dunsmore. <laughs> but we have a recording of you on a podcast inventing a. Pardon me if I'm getting this wrong. A cum monster. An, an old, old cum monster. <laughs> a dying cum monster. We oh, can't make this a crucial part of this episode. You're no, hired. we certainly can't. <laughs> Please leave this to cuttable content only. uh okay so yeah basically they all end up on the bus serena has done another one of her transformations she turns into a fake teacher she does her like fake british accent again too like (laughs) like all of her characters have this weird (laughs) british affectation that is fun hey stop the bus sorry i'm late i'm the new substitute teacher can i get a ride with you and then they end up on this bus which of course turns into the 10th bus we're sort of leaving out the fact that the sailor scouts did a bit of uh like like sailor mars and sailor uh, mercury kind of did some good sleuthing to figure out where they were going to hit next um and so they've known that this was the targeted bus and so then Volturos shows up on the bus and starts trying to do their thing. And we kind of get the, the the predictable play out here. They, well, now, hold know, on. So. Hold on a minute. There is another <laughs> moment that we have to address that is Artemis related. Uh, because oh. all of the before Volturos attacks, all of the kids are singing Wheels on the Bus. Um, and uh, Serena is part of it. And, you know. Uh, Venus is all part of it. And then Artemis is not having it, is not enjoying wheels on the bus. And he says, hmm, the Negverse might be doing us a favor attacking this bus. <laughs> Jesus. Now, this, has been, this has been a consistent trope in the, in the, in the children's anime we've watched kind of across the board where they kind of, they, for some reason, replace children just singing songs, singing random normal songs with Baby songs, ba- yeah. like American baby songs. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh my gosh, it's very odd. It really takes you out of the moment. So, a, a teeny bit of original language information here on that one. In the in the original version of this episode, they were singing the theme song to Sailor Moon, Moonlight, uh, Moonlight Densetsu. I think is what it's called. Um, which, oh, which has been a thing in Sailor Moon in the past. They kind yeah, of acknowledge it as a real song in the world. Totally. They've done that once or twice. And it works because the theme song in original Japanese isn't like talking about the show. In the right, 90s yeah, in America, yeah, yeah. you had to make a theme song that told the plot of the show somehow. Oh. And so when they <laughs> remade the theme song, they put in all this stuff about it being about Sailor Moon. So, of course, they can't have the kids sing this song about Sailor Moon when they're all on record saying they don't think she's real. So, like, changing the song made sense based on the decisions they've already made, but turning it into Wheels on the Bus is just weird. Uh, also, I hate that song. <laughs> it's, it's a bad song. Uh, it's horrible. So, okay. So, now, I mean, it's pretty much on rails from this point on. You know, like, the, the Cardian attacks, we got our transformations from Venus and Sailor Moon. And we got that. We got we got Moonlight Night showing up Moonlight doing his motivational appears. speaking. Now I I came into this series like looking forward to and expecting some tuxedo mask. Tuxedo mask. Yeah. Yes. And yes. What you what would be the, remiss? What the fuck is Moonlight Night? Clearly, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know, Nathan. Do we not? Actually, know? It's, been, it's been a wild ride. Yeah. So so tuxedo mask, who as you probably surmised, is very obviously Darian. Right. Um, <laughs> 
is is a character who we are supposed to not really technically know. I think kids are supposed to figure it out. But the in the in the world of the narrative, the characters are flummoxed by who this strange tuxedo mask is. Yeah. Fast forward thirty whatever episodes, they figure it out. His he, he's sort of restored as uh, with some of his memories. Um, at the end of the first season, they all lose their memories, and now Darian has no idea what's going on, as you probably figured out. And uh, this new secondary sort of like you know yep. obvious Darian has shown up. But it, except we learned for re- they were in the same scene together in the room together. What? There's that. Okay, because I yeah. assumed I assumed that Darian just went back to party and supply and picked up That's a what we di- different <laughs> yeah. outfit. And- different outfit. That's why it was a pretty fun twist and reveal because uh, I was caught totally blindsided. I did not think that we would see Clark Kent and Superman in the same room. Yeah, and we uh-huh. that happened last week. And so, yeah. so we we so when when you ask this question, we literally have no good answer for you. I uh, I was asking sarcastically because I'm just like, oh, it's Darian again in a different <laughs> costume. No, <laughs> maybe I, not. I'm gonna guess there's some time travel shenanigans. It's but the same voice actor, so we know that. But yeah, uh, it's yeah. definitely Darian in some way, shape, or form. But, but it's not also... our Darian as we understand him. Exactly. Oh, he's an ancient race of immortals, and this is his father. But the father doesn't age. <laughs> They're all the same age. <laughs> <laughs> could be, could be. Hey, there's a writing post open on Sailor Moon. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it. But I also like that, like, he showed, like, I'm guessing it was the same with Darian and Tuxedo Mask, but, like, he shows up and he, like, throws the flower, like, like I guess Tuxedo Mask does, too. And then yeah. he uh, provides, he is the reason that uh, these women are able to be successful. Yes. Uh, if, so, literally... <laughs> Literally, he is a white knight. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But and then he mansplains but, his but way often to. He, he <laughs> does, but often he, what he does is a sort of feminized version of the white knight, where he provides the right kind of emotional thrust support. for them to be able to. Yeah, I, no, it's not support. It's a thrust. It's a punch. It's an emotional power. Yeah, power. we'll we'll get to that more in the second episode. But this one, like, I think he like I thought that was great. He was just like, you got to believe in yourself, self belief. Uh, is yeah. what will uh, make you be able to defeat this Cardian, and it worked. And then uh, Sailor v- Venus leveled up, and she got a new special yes. move. New yes, special move. That is what we are now doing with this specific and, run of episodes. And one of the most interesting things about Sailor Moon, which is not always uh, talked about at a, it's glossed over a lot for the sake of like what, what it should be, as any cartoon would do this. But but sometimes it's clear. Two of our characters are karate masters. One of them is a witch. And three of them are totally normal high school girls with absolutely no real training or <laughs> sure. or or even like kind of just an emotional preparedness for the task that's beset them. <laughs> yes. So, so Tuxedo Mask shows up sometimes to give the three high school girls a little boost they need while Ray <laughs> and Jupiter are just off somewhere, just absolutely destroying it. <laughs> Wait, which Red. one's Ray? Uh, Sailor uh, Mars. Ray is Sailor Mars. Mars. Okay, got it. Red. Yeah. So I, uh, I have to say this is the best death line of any Cardian or any uh, villain yes. so far, uh, because she, you know, she, uh, first of all, Venus pulls out meteor, Venus meteor shower, her new move, and just blasts him, and then Sailor Moon always does the the killing strike with her with her little uh, her scepter, and she does her moon scepter elimination, and as he's dying, Vulturos yells. <laughs> which is so funny to me <laughs> yeah well, it's the, sort of the same thing as i'm melting i'm melting but it is funny just to announce you're disintegrating ah I'm disintegrating. Oh, no. <laughs> speaking of disappearing uh moonlight knight just kind of turns into a ghost yes uh, i was gonna bring this up he de- like so this is a clue he fades away and becomes transparent so he's clearly yes. a ghost this is not something a tuxedo mask could do no, Tuxedo Mask would just perch in a tree and throw his red rose and say, believe in yourself, and then jump away. And then and never kind of uh, Commissioner Gordon Batman kind of a like, yeah, oh, I hate it when he does that. But mm-hmm. Batman never just sort of faded into the ether. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so either that was lazy animation and they didn't want to actually show him darting out of frame or they're just are setting up some kind of actual metaphysical power. Yeah, we'll see. Who knows? 
Uh, yeah. The sailor says at the end here, which we always get, of course, because this is a this is Nathan. This is this is something I added for the the dub, because of course in the '90s, in the mid '90s, American television, you always wanted like a, a GI Joe PSA at the end. Oh, I remember. Sort of t- tell you what the moral of the story was. So, so we get a sailor. We're the says, planeteers, and we're gonna give you our cleanup tips for the environment. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and so this one is. Uh, uh, again, surprising me here in season two. Now we're starting to get some okay advice from time to time. It's uh, it's it's important for older kids to set a good example for younger kids. Yeah, yeah. Like you're a big kid, you can watch underwear on the show now. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> hey there, Austin Bridges in the morning. Yeah. Oh man, you sound so so refreshed and, and wonderful. Well, that's because well, guess guess what time it is? It's time for us to it's time for us to ring the dinner bell and get and get ring a ling ling ding 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 paid. Okay, it's my favorite time. So could you do everybody a favor and tell everybody about our brand new sponsor, my best friend's banana? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. My best friend's banana is a service for all of the jealous people out there. And you got, let's be honest, like the banana part is largely a metaphor, but it's really a metaphor <coughs> for how you feel when your best friend has a banana. Well, you know, when your best friend has a banana and you don't have a banana, it's early in the morning. You know, they prepared for their morning and you didn't because you're a, yeah. a, you're a cock and you don't do the kind of hard work that's required. You don't do the life. bare minimum. No, and so the way you feel when your best friend brought a banana and you just feel that core in your soul and you just want to, like, choke him out and take the banana, you don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to do that anymore because with with an app, with a single in-app purchase, you can get a banana or metaphorically, again, because it's not just about banana, but you can get other stuff. You can get plantains. You can get fried plantains. You can get banana pudding. You can get other food um and then it'll be delivered to you and so you can kind of just like manage your poor planning now i'm told i'm told that like a lot of new a lot of these new web companies that they do they do a charitable donation with every banana purchase right exactly yeah so so the a, a donation a portion of the proceeds goes out to all the people who don't have best friends um and so they don't even know what they're missing out on. Um, they don't know that there's really somebody sad. to be jealous of. No, they, they don't know there's somebody to be jealous of. And so <laughs> there's a little bit of cash that comes in and says, you, it says, because you don't have any friends, here's some money. Um, and they won't expect it. But when they do, I think they're going to get the picture pretty quickly. Oh, that sounds so good. And I thank you so much for all of your for all your hard work with uh, with these guys and bringing, the, bringing their dollars into being our dollars. Yeah, yeah. I want to thank my best friend's banana. So okay, so this is this 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 next one we watched is episode forty-seven. It's called "Much Ado About Babysitting." I have a summary for you here and now. When a cardian attacks a nursery, Serena and Darian have to watch over a baby boy together, even though Darian still does not remember their previous strong and close romantic love connection. Wow, that's a strong and close romantic love connection. Who is writing this on Wikipedia? Uh, Bad Sailor Mercury gains a new and much stronger attack. Mercury bubbles freeze that can freeze enemies in solid ice. About goddamn time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can't make fun of her for just blowing bubbles at people and making mist. She uh, was doing the best she could. <laughs> <laughs> she was trying so hard. When you're on a team with a karate witch and you've got mist, you're, you're just at a... <laughs> You're just doing. A, the, you're just hanging missed, on. It's a missed opportunity. Whoa! Uh, oh. uh, you guys, you guys. Every episode of Sailor Moon so far has just had an absolute knockout line in the first thirty seconds oh. uh, of every episode, and I, I just can't get over it. It's like, oh, am I taking notes? I, I am now because. <laughs> 
this so show many just, babies, so this full show, of energy. <laughs> this show <laughs> kicks off with our nasty elf twins uh, looking at, at baby energy and needing to harness that energy, and they create their cardian. Pick a cardian that'll zap the juice from those gurgling babes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, we're just a couple of doom tree fruits trying to zap baby juice. What are you saying? What, what are you doing? Well, get Ex- off my ass. Except like, and then and then the fruit, the doom tree fruit's name is Alan. What kind yeah. of name is Alan? Uh, yep, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Alan and Ann. Yeah. Uh, we, well, okay, but that's not the only. Those aren't the only dumb names. We get an we get an incredible gift from this episode, which is a baby named Jordan Winston. <laughs> and I don't know why, but some that, that that's not a name you can have on a baby. Yeah, no, that's a full grown adult's name. Jordan, Jordan is the name that your brother that's, that's brother's name. That was well, my brother's name. I assume all brothers are named Jordan, but I can only go from my experience. But my but brother been, just became a father. He's got a baby. He's doing he's doing this episode. Yeah, that's right what I'm now. saying. Jordans are people that have babies of their own. Jordan Winston does yeah. not a baby a name. Is no. your brother an older brother or younger brother? Older brother. So you never experienced him as a baby because he never was. No, he never yeah, exactly. was a baby. He was Not born as a at least eight year old. Checkmate, Japan. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess Canada. Canada made the deke dub. Yeah. Uh, I love I love this little baby. And you know why? I love this little baby because it's just doing the look who's talking movie. This might as well be Bruce Willis. Uh, I want James to be the daddy. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say the baby was voiced by John Travolta, which was the voice, was I think, very, of the dog in Look Who's Talking Now. It was a very Travolta sort of Danny Zuko line ah. read. Uh, very baffling, very strange. Uh, before we get to that, the the what causes this whole babysitting adventure um, in, comma, um, to happen oh. is there is a <laughs> attack. There's an attack from Miss Cardian on... The, on a daycare and i guess serena and uh who else mercury amy, amy are just kind of in the neighborhood i i kind of just kind what... of know this mother and the kid they just sort of yeah. somehow know them even though later in the episode they mentioned how they just moved here a month ago like why do these two teens know a rando mom it's i don't know tenuous I'm at not, best <laughs> not trying to think too hard um, about this but right <laughs> but they witness this attack happen and then out of nowhere fucking Darian shows up and, and tells them to call an ambulance. But it's like, dude, <laughs> you were doing nothing. You just show up and giving giving orders to people. Um, <laughs> he, he should call the ambulance. They were already I just, there. I just think attacking a ton of babies and their moms and preschool teachers, sending them to the hospital and having the hospital so full of babies they can't handle more babies <laughs> is a really dire setup just to give us a Darian and Serena have a like a babysitting adventure episode. Like, yes. That's a lot of yeah. fucked up work to give us this trope. <laughs> yeah. So the mom who would normally take care of this this wee babe, this wee babe Jordan, uh, is is comatose for the next week, I guess. And her husband is out of town, and I guess he can't. He can't, just come home. he can't be bothered to come home. <laughs> no, <laughs> his, wife's in, his wife's in a coma, and his, there's no one to take care of his kid. He's on a but business. Like, got I, I got a lot of business to do. So yeah, these ball bearings won't sell themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Winston can handle himself. He's like thirty, right? His name would imply so. <laughs> um, but so, but yeah, and so the hospital's like, look, we're basically going to throw this kid on the street, I guess, uh, unless some teenagers can look after him. Oh. <laughs> so well, Darian, to be fair, Darian, Darian is like an early adult. Like, he has graduated high school at this point. Darian yeah, is it's still unclear. Which, which is I why I do not have a problem. The fact that one of my notes that I wrote is just simply, sure. I'd fuck Darian. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's clearly a grown he's man. He's legal. He's a grown man. <laughs> yeah, but his but Serena's like canonically 14 and Darian must be at least 19. And I know that Well, that's... he's had his memory zapped so many times that intellectually he might be <laughs> he's, a he's little... lost some years. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh shit, that's some gymnastics right there. Uh Okay, so yeah, they end up with a baby. They got this baby. Uh, Darian takes the baby home, and Serena takes it upon herself to uh, sort of take this opportunity to play house with him. And and, and she sort of invites herself in on his 
uh, baby taken care of plans. Yeah. And so a good chunk of this episode is just the two of them trying to like, you know, they're bumbling around trying to take care of this baby while we get the baby's internal monologue sort of look who's talking in like a weird I don't even know. New it's York, very bizarre. this like Brooklyn accent or something. Uh-huh. This like Molly, the Molly school. Everything always has a Brooklyn accent. Yeah, the bullies last episode also had a. Did mm-hmm. we did we skip over the like special noodles the monster of this week has for sapping specifically babies? <laughs> we didn't talk about the special <laughs> noodles. No, the spe- <laughs> those are my baby <laughs> noodles. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now that like, I'm pretty confident that most of these voice actors are probably improvisers. And improvisers, if they don't know what voice to do, they can't come up with a creative, nuanced <laughs> vocal choice. Yuck, they see? do one of two accents. They either do Brooklyn or they do British. And we've yeah, seen yeah. both of those choices multiple times. The yeah. children in the past episode, they were Brooklyn. The baby yeah. in this episode, they were Brooklyn. And then yeah. uh, the different sailors have been British. Mercury is evidently all Always British. Well, to be fair, they're Canadian, which is kind of you know Northeast meets British. <laughs> she's a, she's she's what's known as North American fancy hybrid. I think. Is yes. Mm. Yeah, that's <laughs> Amy. Fancy. Amy. Amy is uh, Amy's parents are sort of uh, high powered. You know, either Snoot business stars? doctors, snoot business doctors, <laughs> and Amy is the one who's the best at school, and she's a big nerd, and so of course she has an ever so slight British affectation. That right. just goes without saying. Which is kind of why uh, I lost I lost my support for Mercury because I was uh, like, eh, and she's uh, she too should uptight. have had a Brooklyn accent. Wait till you meet Molly. She'll be here. Oh my God. That's the real answer. It's like I don't choose any of the Sailor Scouts. I'm a Molly Stan. Molly <laughs> Molly is Serena's best friend. Molly is Serena's best friend. And she's like <laughs> like I don't even I can't I can't even do the voice, but like the, the joke is always from guys and dolls. Yeah. <laughs> you li- think I'm graceful? Yeah, exactly. Someone <laughs> says she's graceful. She's like, You really think that? And <laughs> Yeah, anyway, yeah. Adelaide is a really good way to put it. Uh yeah. so I'm 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 a Molly Stan hundred percent. She's she's hysterical. I I want to talk a little more about babysitting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. with this with this wild John Travolta baby. Um <laughs> The, the the kind of interesting reversal that happens in this episode that I enjoy is the fact that Darian is the one who so willingly goes for the childcare here. Yeah. And it is Serena and also Anne later who shows up trying to also win win, win Darian uh, points. Darian Darian points. Yeah, exactly. Win Darian points. But it's it's um, kind of in line with this sort of if this is if this is more of a fantasy, you know, a fantasy man for women than a than yeah, yeah, he's oh. he's nurturing and capable. It, it, Absolutely. It's not really a surprise, but it is like no, it's a breath of fresh it's, air. It's nice just because the fact that the two women who are fighting for Darian like don't really care about the baby. Like they are not <laughs> right <laughs> at yeah. any point baby people. You know, like they are not right. like helpless for the cuteness of the baby and feel like some maternal instinct take over. They are purely in it. To get yeah, but some... they are helpless to the cuteness of a man with a baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not impervious mm-hmm. to the whole spell. Yeah. Right. But but they are entirely just trying to get laid. Like they are they're going in <laughs> they're going in for Darien points hundred percent. And this baby is completely incidental. Those dad vibes are unescapable. Like yeah. it's it's just it's a power greater than all of us. It's uh, got DV. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say, there's, there's, a, there's two specific moments in this that I adore. One of which, so here, here's, here's one of the bumbles that happens. They're trying to figure out. They think, they think Jordan, they think, what's his name? They think Jordan Winston is hungry. Yes. Uh, and so then they have to try and figure out the milk. And Serena volunteers to go do this. And so of course you have to heat up the milk or whatever. And so she goes into the kitchen. It's a whole disaster. She comes out. She's covered in milk, and she's got a bottle. And the baby won't drink it. And then. To sort of prove that the baby should drink it, she starts chugging the milk. Because it might be too hot. Is this is this breast milk? Or is she trying to feed this little baby cow's milk? Or like, what is happening here? Yeah, but it's... But like, Serena chugs this formula. And can, then can we play the line that the baby telepathically states uh, <laughs> after this? These people are totally clueless. And not a big goofball stealing my milk. <laughs> But I think I think the best line read of the week goes to Serena here. Absolutely the funniest shit I've heard in weeks. I don't 
don't get it, Darian. This baby comes along and you are sweet as peppermint. Then you see me and your Mr. Sour Pickle. Just trying to survive Hurricane Serena. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course, then Darian calls her Hurricane Serena after that, which is an unfortunate uh, homophone to the other bad hurricane that, that happened much later. That's what it was. When that came out, I was like, why does that sound so bad upon my ears? Why does Hurricane Serena sound bad? Oh, yeah. it's because it sounds like that tragedy. Yes. <laughs> um, another tragedy is when the, the baby shits in his Uh-oh, diaper. My ears. <laughs> the why, ba- oh, why does that rig a ding ding upon my ears so? <laughs> why does it? <laughs> right. Upon these ears of mine? The, the, the fact ba- that... They made us endure two different diaper changing scenes in one television program that's 21 minutes long. I, yeah. I, I almost was through in the towel. I don't know. It was his diaper he was trying to tell us about. Can't be. We just changed ah. his diaper at the hospital. So what do you expect? I'm on a liquid diet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a liquid diet. Here's my fun, my fun fact for you guys of uh, some, some dub English release cuts. So, yes. Oh, the piss. Uh, <laughs> the piss. <laughs> so in this in this sequence, a when they do the baby changing scene, uh, there's a sequence that they 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 don't. These two idiot teens did not realize that this child was a boy until they changed the diaper. Mm. Uh, they thought it was a girl, uh, and then we, we like so. There's definitely some like classic sort of Japanese uh, media doesn't care about showing baby jeepers. About uh, his rock and dong, about that baby's, <laughs> so about show, that baby's yeah, toboggan. So, they, so we definitely see a baby's toboggan, and that's cut out. But when Anne comes over to try and win the Darien points, and she's like, "Yes, I'll change the baby." Uh, the baby pees on her face twice, um, and that is a hundred percent cut out. And all that we well, really it's get not 100% is hundred percent cut out. <laughs> no, it is in the sailor says, isn't it? Yeah, they literally show it happen in the sailor says. They show piss. They show piss in a woman's face uh, during the sailor says. But it is absent from the episode. Why leave it in the sailor says? Because if it's sa- if it's sandwiched by moralizing, then parents think it's okay. <laughs> God because like them. look every young child who has has a, a baby brother or sister uh has had them piss in their face potentially so they're like we want to give you something to relate to you've been peed on before <laughs> but don't yeah. show too much don't no. show the piss too much <laughs> no god i just couldn't believe that don't show the fountain from which it came <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I mean, meanwhile, while this whole babysitting situation is happening, the other Sailor Scouts are actually trying to be useful. Uh, Ray's doing some wizard shit. Uh, she's trying to find the Cardian, and she she says a really great line. She put that weird spell on all those poor babies, and she'll do it again. Seems like she's tuned into baby energy. She's searching for more targets. So we start to get this this interesting, albeit... I, 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 I hesitate to call it problematic because... People uh, constantly losing their memories and being reborn isn't a real problem. Um, Darian, Darian is ha- is is conflicted by these feelings and this this uh, dro- this uh, emotional closeness he has with Serena that he can't explain or understand. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of, I don't know. I find that I find that a co- I find that a fun again, just kind of sci fi dilemma of this guy who's got no memory of why he's in love with this chick and doesn't understand it and doesn't particularly care for it. It's a odd and interesting but, place to be in. But he's also negging her all the time. Yeah. Oh, that's regular Darian. Regular Darian uh, likes to just dump on her. He, and he is... Pre-awakening. As, it, 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 yeah, pre-awakening. And it's always a little bit playful, but it's a little bit pretty mean. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's also also hard to say how much of that is the deke dub. Right, like sure. it, it is. It is sort of tough to suss out like how much the Deke Dub is just kind of does not care about preserving Darian's character, or, they, <laughs> or <laughs> at every turn the Deke Dub is playing up any ounce of meanness into a whole meal. Uh, um, yeah, uh, that is that is real. Uh, well, in terms of Darian, of course, they make fun of each other all the time, but like some of the things he says are really harsh. <laughs> But in this episode, like, she really took some of it, like, pretty hard, and she was, like, questioning herself, which then, like, led me, like, I was like, okay, if this is truly, like, a chronological, like, plot or story, the previous episode, 
She was there when she saw the transformative power of self-belief, and boy, did that not last very long for <laughs> Serena. It never does. <laughs> well, you're sort of witnessing Serena's like professional backsliding at work here. Uh, she's, she's kind of a goldfish <laughs> memory for uh, <laughs> so self-belief. Someone yeah. needs to watch a few more Sailor Says segments. Seriously, yeah. you get the sense that maybe the sailor says is Serena like 20 years in the future. Dodge the piss, Serena. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's more <laughs> baby taken care of scenes uh, with just sort of a, an endless stream of just randos just being able to walk into Darian's apartment somehow. Uh-huh. Um, but they uh, they finally figure out where Skulker is. Amy goes to fetch Serena. They're going to go off and, and find and Skulker, if we didn't say it, is the name of the Cardian this week. This is uh, this is pre-cell phone, but I uh, I appreciate the possibility, like, the, the, again, the headcanon that the second she got to Darian's house, she texted everybody she knew where she was. <laughs> like, I'm at Darian's house. It's 411. <laughs> Just so nobody's worried. <laughs> Knock first for Frenching. <laughs> but okay, so they show up and they confront the Cardian, and Ray and Lita get a turn at the sort of ridiculous lines here because their first things they say, Ray says, Stop right there, Nega Slime, or I'm gonna turn your sizzle into fizzle. And Lita says, <laughs> So don't give us any of your dribble. Ooh, baby. Almost there. Uh, she's Almost there. It's, it's a slant rhyme. It's a slant rhyme. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Lita's still working on it. Uh, there was another line earlier from Serena, I think, that was like, uh, Aren't they adorable? You make such a nice couple. I'll give you a couple of black eyes if you don't stop it, Mina. Because <laughs> they were called being a cute couple. And then, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because... Well, yeah, again, it sort of it sort of further complicates that sort of mess that they're in, where she's like, she's kind of she's been enjoying the pretending they're a couple uh, a right. lot, uh, but when somebody else notices it, she's kind of uh, oh, completely know, yeah, deeply aggressive, completely <laughs> embarrassed because well, yeah, because she knows she's kind of like out of line. This guy has no memory of them dating. Yeah, I think I think it feels like it's partly that she knows it's probably you know. I mean, it's a little embarrassing to kind of be playing into this when he doesn't remember her. But also, uh -huh. like, I kind of got the vibe where you're kind of like, you know, it, the, the, there are things that are that are, you know, personal and you want to be for you. And, you know, you have you sort of you're confronted in the middle of something where you're trying to have like an emotional time. And someone well, else shows it. up and calls it out, and you're like, uh, no, 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 this was just mine. <laughs> Only I could talk about him this way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's definitely a very guy thing to do if, if you get caught. If you get caught being smushy, <laughs> then you're by your, by your bros. Your bros uh, start calling you a really, simp. But, yeah, maybe I just, because I'm not, an, I wasn't a, in enough girl groups as a, as a preteen. I never mm. really got the impression that was how they were ribbing each other. But who knows? Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> we don't know anything about women. We don't know anything about women. <laughs> no, I mean, I will say that I, I had exclusively, like, female friends up until, like, late high school. My girlfriend's a beer can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Pump them and uh, dump them. <laughs> let's, let's talk about uh, the formulaic fight sequence near the end here. The, the, sort, of, the sort of beats we have to hit. With uh, the sailor failures? Yes, the sailor failures. That was a good, that was also a slant rhyme. Yeah. It's really close. Just lack the uh, good <laughs> Sailor failures. Um, so we get a, we get Moonlight Night uh, arriving again and uh, to save the babies because there's more babies at stake. And yeah. uh, and so he shows up, throws his rose. We do the thing. Sailor Mercury gets the new attack this time. She gets sail uh, Mer Mercury bubbles freeze. They remember that somehow this is going to be a Mercury episode and at the last minute and kind of throw her in there. Yeah. But for for someone who watched these two episodes back to back, and I like if I'm thinking of these like special moves that they're gaining, and that's part of their origin story is like what what created this new power in them, and for Venus it was the power of self belief, and for mm -hmm. Mercury it was the power of concern for babies. 
Like that yeah. is the worst origin story. That Moonlight Night was really just like, don't you care about babies? Doesn't that make you want to do more and create more with yeah, your powers? Supposedly, the the Sailor Scouts sand Sailor Moon. Although you you might include her tangentially, but they're all basically the most powerful Moon Knights of uh, of the Moon Kingdom, who mm-hmm. were her sort of best friends, but also her Knights of the Round Table when they yeah. when they all had their at their full power. So, so they're, they are, they're, you don't need the same kind of justification for their powers because they, I guess, technically already had them and are just sort of remembering them based right. on sense, sense it's data. Not, it's not Dragon Ball Z where you have to train a lot and then, you know, unlock these new abilities. It's right. kind of just like, there's no magic system. Yeah. <laughs> but your breakthrough is still, your breakthrough is still, hey, remember babies? I know. <laughs> yeah. still, there are weak. still explanations that are more or less the, yeah. uh, interesting or, or uh, elastic. But the, you know, the line, the line that she says is even, I just couldn't stand the thought of her getting away and zapping more babies. <laughs> Mercury does care about babies, I guess. This like, is why know, I don't can't, know her whole life. This is why I can't, can't stand, stand her. Mercury. I can't yeah. stand yeah. her. Sure, I, sure. I get it. I get it. So so they win, they win. At the end here, uh, you know, Moonlight Knight gives them a little, like... Moonlight Knight sort of... The the, the dub does him dirty here a little bit. They give him these, like, <laughs> typical t- typical man lines about, like, oh, well, now there's a lot of babies that need changing, so I'm, like, out of here or something. Uh, <laughs> which is... That's not what Darian would say. That's not what no, Darian but that's would say. What's kind of, there, there is, again, a... If it's on purpose, which is the problem with the dub, is you never know where to give them credit, and once just a sloppy, yes, lazy edit. Exactly. It's fun that he's different than Darian and different than Tuxedo Mask, mm. but to the degree to which that's on purpose, I just can't say. Yeah. Yeah, because there's no consistency in what they do. Yeah, exactly. See, again, in my mind, throughout watching all of this, my I was totally just like, oh, this is Darian the whole time. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I didn't know yeah. there was a difference. Which, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, further complicating it is that most of the time through season one, Darian was not conscious of the fact that he was Tuxedo Mask. It was like a alternate nighttime personality that would activate. So largely, our our relationship with Darian is not one. Yeah, he was werewolf rules for a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not a relationship that we have as a viewer of of Darian as someone who is you know gruff on the outside, but secretly he knows you know like he has an alter ego that he goes and like does justice things. We just know him as a dick who sometimes the powers that be turn him into a good guy and he forgets all about it. Right. And then um, you wake up in a field covered in formal wear. If you wanted to get an A in English in English 101, you might talk about kind of like the ego versus the id. And like he is this he is this sensitive person. He doesn't know how to be that overtly in real life. Like so he mm-hmm. projects this sort of like machismo that is totally fabricated. Right. Um but um he also has no memory of being those things, so some, <laughs> he seems like he might also just be a straight-up dick. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> some might right. that say that precludes character growth. It certainly uh, does. Okay, so let's wind this down. Um, yeah. So the the you know they save the day, and then the baby speaks his first words as the mother comes back. As the mother comes back, the mother. <laughs> as the mother comes back, uh, the baby. <laughs> <laughs> The baby speaks his first words, which are Bah, Darian. Hmm? Meet the head. <gasps> That's funny. They stole yeah. a lot of, like, first moments from this from these parents. Yes, yeah. First, uh, they wa- first a- steps. <laughs> yeah, first, first words. steps, first words. First uh, piss in your face, piss right in your mouth. First, <laughs> yeah. first straight clowning on another human being. Yeah. <laughs> first travolting. <laughs> Oh, I miss my baby's first Travolta. <laughs> is it when he turns yeah. into a psychic, like a Kira baby, and does a look who's talking impression? It's all audio. So if you were just watching it. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so they they sort of, the kids take credit for having taught this little kid how to walk and talk. And uh, then we move right into I wonder, the... Andy, because mm-hmm. you, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, no, uh, no, but, no. Because um, I, I know you, you've looked up some of the differences in the dub. Is, is the look who's talking shtick? added to the dub I or wondered was that, that as well uh it is it is not added the f- what they changed is that there's the the voice actor in the original is doing baby talk uh the yeah. the choice to make it an adult sounding man is 100 percent influenced by the 1989 classic look who's talking <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh so I, I don't know they're trying to like tap into a weird oeuvre 
there of uh they're of, they're like, making their own babies. pop culture references based on that's what I another culture's so work yeah <laughs> we'll exactly. take over from here i got we're the vibe they were aping jokes. on the movie in a way i didn't really expect a manga to let alone a, yeah or an anime yeah. to let alone the manga it was based off of. yeah it is totally. not a it is not an anime style joke uh to no. do it is a deeply american <laughs> frustrating uh attempt at humor <laughs> You yeah. like baby geniuses? Oh, there's, <laughs> I think historically, no. There's a reason. There's a reason why this wasn't one of the things where I brought up where I was like, "Tell me more about where this came from culturally in Japanese culture." Yeah, uh huh. Yeah. That's yeah. real. I know exactly where this came from, and I'm not pleased. No. <laughs> uh, the sailor says at the end is basically just, "Man, babies sucks that babies can't talk, right? You got to be patient with babies. What about They're all just those little movies dicks. where the dogs are actually people too, and they they talk to each other and the cats. <laughs> that is them. a cool thing to throw in. That is, I agree. Uh, we'll talk about that in another episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So babies, babies can't talk, and that sucks. But you got to yeah, be patient and then with we babies. See piss, and we see piss happen. <laughs> <And> we see <laughs> piss happen. <laughs> this happens. This <laughs> <It laughs> happens. <laughs> Thank you all so much for for joining us here on Saturday Morning Tuesdays. Uh, what, a good, what a radio voice. We've been having a great time That's talking smooth. about these episodes in season two of Sailor Moon. We've uh, experienced... Where was this sexual voice for the first two hours of our recording? <laughs> you had a different sexual voice. <laughs> <laughs> no. We've experienced sucking kindergartners and sucking babies. Um <laughs> Of their energy. Yes. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, God, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, we've experienced uh, a couple more in the classic catalog of uh, cardigans. Cardigans, right? Cardigans? Yeah. Car- that's car- it. Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. We, we learned a lot. We learned to be a good example for our uh, younger siblings and to just young, young adults. Uh, human beings in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learned that it's always okay to just completely uh, make Serena feel like trash. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You call a spade a spade. We, we've we learned that if babies cry enough, that bubbles turn to ice. That's uh, so true in a lot wow. of ways. Nathan, wow. I need your, your just no fool and no filter opinion. Uh, did you like Sailor Moon? These episodes or the series? Well, well, take it, take it once. Right, yeah. From yes. from whatever you've experienced, would you re-listen to our podcast for it, or would you rewatch the show, or neither, or both, or whatever? Uh, part of me wants to watch or listen to the episodes regarding like the very beginning of the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not feel the desire to watch any more of this television program. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, that's because for me, the fact that like it's cl- clearly like pretty formulaic. Uh, it, I feel like I know what I'm getting every single time, aside from just like with Dragon Ball Z, you would get three minutes of story and 18 minutes of Goku running down the dragon path uh, mm-hmm. or dragon road. And I feel like that's thank kind you of- for having a specific uh, uh, <laughs> thing from Dragon Ball Z and not just the power up constipation sort of thing that everybody defaults to. I do appreciate sort of a specific targeted critique. Thank You're you. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. uh, so for me, I'm like, I would rather just like look at the Wikipedia for what the overall season arc is and not have to spend so much time watching transformation <laughs> sure. scenes. Uh, yeah, right. sure. I'm, I'm glad to know uh, what the series is about. And like, this is a touchstone. Honestly, there are so many people that I've met in my life, especially for women where like, I will learn that they are big Sailor Moon fans and I would not have known that about them. I feel like it's like a really big entry point into anime and into uh, even animated shows and stuff like that. And it means a lot to a lot of people. So as somebody who really wants to have like a really broad lexicon of uh, culture and get onto Jeopardy and to get onto (laughs) Jeopardy, uh, I, w- I wanted to watch this show, and this is like the best way for me to do that is to yeah. watch it with the three of you and to discuss it. I have a, a, an inkling that, th- and this would only make sense because of how my time is spent on this podcast, <laughs> that these are some of the worst episodes of Sailor Moon I could have watched. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, the, the, you. there are ones that are more entertaining or more, um, we could say... 
uh, narratively fulfilling, but entertainingly more chaotic. Like, yeah, th- this is mostly the show. Um, and uh, I had a, a similar experience where, like, I know a lot of people for whom this is very important, which is interesting in the sense that, like, I didn't really realize those people were around when I was the age the show was out. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't see, I didn't see it being important to people. I didn't, so I, I, I didn't care about it, and so. You know, you meet people and you find out what they like, especially in the context of being uh, people with a cartoon podcast. This one came up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Early and often enough for us to be like, let's check it out. And sort of we fell in love. But, you know, we are a uh, we're an odd we're an odd group of of sort of. I we love these shows. Yeah. Unironically, old weird cartoons are our fucking thing. So. It's just is what it is. Well, and I, I uh, think I think that that if we were to sort of cut to the heart of it, I, I'm not in this. I, I can't be more clear here. I'm not in Sailor Moon for the overarching story. I'm in it for the moments that are gold. And there are a lot of them moments. in this dub. <laughs> the, especially, specifically this dub, the original 90s one, that you can't really legally buy anywhere. Uh, at this point, so, which is tough. Yeah, I was talking. So I was talking about earlier today uh, with my sister before the podcast that. I, I, imagine you really bounced off the sense of humor of this show. Do you think there's enough meat for you to chew on besides the like the what you what we think is funny? Besides like really just kind of digging the digging the snipes and digging the the comedy mm-hmm. of it. There were there were that definitely funny moments. Like there were moments that like I laughed yeah. at like the fact that they made like the kindergartners like mid Atlantic or like Brooklyn type like, people. <laughs> yeah. Which is you know honestly pretty impressive. Like uh, it is the show is. 20, 20 years old, and it's from a completely different culture. Some of the dub is yeah, obviously from our culture, thanks, with John Travolta's. Um, <laughs> but in general, I think, I don't think the dub's comedy holds up without the solid backbone of a show that truly is funny. Now, let me out of this prison. <laughs> well, Actually, as, yeah, Nathan, as bailiff, I have, I've just mic dropped the keys. I have chosen to with the knowledge that in this conversation, I feel like Rory didn't add anything more than he normally does on previous episodes. I'm going to oh, remove dang. him from the jail. <laughs> he is free. Yeah. He's a free man. <sighs> All right. That's Maybe fair. He strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> it's only fair. <laughs> well, um, yeah, Nathan, it's been a delight having you on. Uh, thank you for being a good sport about uh, learning Sailor Moon on the fly. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, it was it was a lot of fun to hear your thoughts about it. Absolutely. This is maybe, I think I can safely say this is the best produced animated program that all of you have had me watch. It's maybe not okay. the one that I enjoyed the most. I think I might have enjoyed just because of how horrible it is. I might have enjoyed Fish Police the most. Oh, I I have such a I have a I'm a I'm a fly <laughs> to the fl- to the to the what do you call it? The honey or the fly paper? No, yeah. I was trying to think of the zapper. What the zapper was called? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I I thank you, thank you. Uh, we are gonna we're gonna end this one before we. To talk ourselves into an early anime grave. Uh, so thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with, with uh, something different. We're taking our Sailor Moon break next week. We're going to do a special that the patrons voted on next week. So stay tuned for that. And we will see you next Tuesday. Tuesday.